0: The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is Wednesday, January eighth. And I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I'm looking forward to attacking this really, really sharp nine-game main slate uh, for tonight's card. So uh, very excited about that. We've, uh, we've got some good games. We've got a uh, lot of injury news. So there's tons of value, tons of edges uh, for us to grab on today's show. So, again, I'm doing this show in the morning. Uh, You basically can always expect that when I do the show solo. Again, I want to try to get you guys the most up-to-date lines, injuries, uh, everything else, so that uh, you can build a little bit more sound uh, initial lineup uh, to prepare. So, really looking forward to that. Uh, We've had some great success lately. Really appreciate Everybody uh, shouting out on uh, Twitter like they've been doing. And when you take something down or, or something uh, works out for you, definitely hit us up or shout out on Twitter so we can show some love. We'd love to see that, uh, you know, the, all of the, the hard work and discussions and figuring this all out uh, come out to some winnings uh, for all of our listeners. So that's fantastic. i um, like to thank our presenting speakers. Sponsor my bookie. Uh, you can find them at mybookie.ag, uh, and the great thing is you could put in the promo code DFS today. That's our name of our show, uh, all one word DFS today, and you get up, uh, you get half of your first deposit, uh, free money, all the way up to a thousand. So if you put two thousand in my bookie. Puts a thousand in for you, so pretty hard to find that kind of a jump start in the industry. And uh, great reputation, quick payouts, uh, just about everything uh, you'd want to bet on is on my bookie. So definitely, highly recommend them. Also, quick shout out to Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. They are our presenting sponsor for years. And, uh, we love, uh, them as a partners. So look them up on Amazon is the easiest way to go. Uh, Hawaiian Isles Kona coffee. And, uh, you you put in your order, boom, it's at your doorstep the next day. Uh, and you can't beat it. I love the French roast. That's my new favorite. Uh, so good stuff. All right. Uh, Really looking forward to diving into this slate. We've we've also had our pros really hot lately. We we've had Micah Patria take uh, some good uh, make some good cash moves. I know uh, we had Miles uh, uh, do a really great job in a tournament. Uh, we know Andrew took one down recently, um, and I I've been on a little bit of a run myself this week this Saturday. Uh, really swept the board uh, uh, there. So you're uh, getting our pros here at Hoopball when they're hot, so let's uh, let's keep that momentum going and, and take that right into today's, uh, today's card. Okay, let's go with game number one. It is uh, a 7 p.m. start, and all of the games today uh, are on the main slate. So we don't have to stress over, uh, you know, uh, like on the weekends when you have splits, uh, slates, uh, two game early, four game late. Uh, all of that stuff can be a little bit uh, confusing and it, it doesn't make for as great a contest. For me, I love slates like this. You know, as I've told you guys before, uh, the more games, the better. I think that because we have such an edge with all of our research and everything that we're doing, that, uh, you know, it. it I think it, it gives us an edge that we can really drill down and find the best plays on bigger slates. So this is a terrific one today. All right, first game, uh, 7 o'clock, Santa, San Antonio Spurs and Boston Celtics. Uh, the, spur, the Celtics are a home favorite, six points. Over-under is a solid 220. Uh, right now, uh, right, the injury report is uh, Daniel Tice from Boston is questionable, which is important because Cantor has been doing very well. And if he's going to get additional minutes, uh, you know, Cantor at 30, 32 minutes, uh, he does a fantastic job at DFS points per minute. He's hovering around that 1.2 to 1.3 range, which is with some of the big boys. So, uh, you know, he he does that a lot, usually in sh- shorter time frames, But uh, I don't know if he'd be that efficient uh, with 30-plus minutes. But he has a good chance, if Tice sits out, to get that. Um, Walker was listed as questionable, but now he's been ruled in. Um, Boston's on the first night of a back-to-back. So that's something to keep in mind. In the Spurs... Uh, have been playing better. They've actually moved into the eighth spot uh, in the playoffs uh, picture in the West, which is pretty impressive since at one point they had the second worst record in the West. Uh, So they have been picking up the pace. They're up to 15 and 20. Celtics still a very impressive 25 and nine. So not bad at all. Um, You know, as far as targeting this game, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge has been fantastic. I mean, he's going crazy lately. He's he's hitting everything. He's uh, popping threes left and right, and that's usually not his game. But he's certainly in play here. Uh, Boston has had a difficult time shutting down uh, interior players. And uh, we know for sure Canner's not a good defender. So, I think you have to have uh, LaMarcus on, on your radar as one of your options uh, for for this play. Uh, I think it's, uh, a, like I say, a good spot, and I think he, he could do very well. Um, on the Boston side, uh, like I say right now, uh, with Walker back, that sort of takes the plug-and-play of Smart out. We were playing him – uh, at good value for a couple games when he was starting a point. Um, I do like Canner as I mentioned. Uh, a lot of it depended on the Tice news. And, uh, you know, we've had to come to some inconsistency from Tatum and Hayward uh, and Brown. Uh, Brown seems to be on the hottest streak right now, and his price is fair. So I'd have no problem uh, with a Jalen Brown play either. Okay, game two, another 7 o'clock start. Uh, The 24 and 13 Toronto Raptors are at the 15 and 24 Charlotte Hornets. Um, We have Toronto, a a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, and uh, it's a 2.07 total, which is by far uh, the lowest on the slate. A um, couple of things here from the injury side. We, we know Toronto has a ton of guys still out. Uh, they're still missing Siakam and Powell and uh, Van Vliet. So other any other news that comes out later, we'll see if we have any updates on those guys. Um, Williams for Charlotte. Uh, Marvin Williams is doubtful. So that, that's a definite concern, um, and it changes their rotation inside quite a bit. But really, you know, for a 207 game with all of these injuries, certainly not a game to focus on. Um, I played Lowry last night; and he was fantastic, and it's hard to fade Lowry and Ibaka with all of those other guys out. I mean, it's pretty hard for them not to hit value. And I, I know it's on the second night of a back-to-back, and both Lowry and Ibaka are not the youngest players in the league. But Lowry leads the league in minutes played right now. Uh, so, you know, that's that tells you right sort of where he's at. Um, but if we don't get any other news this afternoon as far as any of those guys being ruled back in for Toronto, even though this is the lowest total on the board, I'm still going to have uh, both Ibaka and Lowry in my pool of players uh, for my cash uh, and GPP games, and uh, we'll see how that all unfolds. Um, on the Charlotte side, uh, generally when Williams sits, it gives the most limits uh, minutes uh, increase to P.J. Washington, uh, I think that, and he has played well. Uh, the only, you know, problem there is uh, uh, there's some inconsistency and foul trouble uh, from PJ. So he's definitely an option. And, you know, so that for me, I have three uh, playable options here uh, in a game that, that really is is not going to be played very much uh, with that 207 number. So, uh, may, you know, if you dial up one of these guys or two of these guys, uh, it could give you a big edge. Okay, game three, uh, Miami Heat. This is another 7 o'clock Eastern. Miami Heat 26-10 and 10 at the Indiana Pacers 23-14. and 14. Very interesting game. Um, right now, Indiana is a one-point favorite at home. And the over-unders, is which is the second lowest total on the board. Um, what we know as right now from the Miami side is Butler is probable. He missed the last game with uh, his back locking up on him. So, you know, something to be a little wary of, but he is probable. Expect him to play. And uh, Justice Winslow is back this game. So that really... Uh, it changes some things. Uh, Goran Dragic had a fantastic game last time out. Um, but it definitely changes a lot of things with Winslow back in the rotation. It, it, bump, it, it bumps uh, some people down a couple notches like Nunn and Hero. Um, and it also uh, bumps down the other team's perimeter players because Winslow, even if he only plays 15, 20 minutes, is really a good shutdown perimeter defender. Uh, so, you know, that's something to keep into consideration as well. On the Indiana side, we have two big, huge pieces of news that will completely change uh, the, the look of this game. Sabonis and Brogdon, uh, which I think are the two best players on Indiana by far, uh, are both questionable. So, you know, that is the news that we have to wait for. Without question, because if they're ruled out, uh, it changes everything. You got to look at uh, Aaron Holiday. You got to look at uh, Miles Turner, um, and uh, possibly uh, uh, T.J. Warren, and even Jeremy Lamb becomes in play if both are out. Um, On the Miami side, I think that uh, with Winslow and Butler both playing in. Both of these teams having a, a really solid defense. I think that uh, I'm going to pass on the Miami side until I see a little bit how this rotation settles back in with Winslow backs and back in the mix. So uh, all news depended on the Indiana side. This game may end up becoming a complete pass. Uh or uh, a couple of, of plays may be plugged in. but fantastic game to watch, uh, but not the best DFS game uh, just based on the defensive efficiency from both Miami and Indiana. Okay, game four. Washington Wizards 12 and 24 at the Orlando Magic 17 and 20. It's another It's the fourth seven o'clock uh, start. And as of right now, we've got Orlando a ten-point favorite, which is quite a big, big favorite considering Washington has continued to win games somehow, some way, uh, even with Beal not, not playing. So go figure. But uh, they Orlando is double-digit favorite. The over/unders two nineteen and a half, which really is low for a Wizards game based on how poor they are defensively. But Orlando is very slow-paced, and they're good defensively. And it looks like Vegas has that side winning out uh, in this battle. Uh, Beal is questionable. So, you know, huge news there, too. I mean, it's just the way it is. There's a handful of questionable guys that are going to dictate the way the slate goes. And uh, really, you know, Sabonis, Brogdon, and Beal... And Tice are probably uh, the the biggest ones right there on the whole card. So we need that field news. Uh, we know that uh, Jordan McRae and Troy Brown Jr. have been kicking butt with, with him out. Ish Smith, obviously, too. My goodness, has been on a roll. Um, not seeing much from Isaiah Thomas. I've been telling people the eye test on him uh, for the last three weeks or so just is not good. He doesn't look completely right to me. Uh, And obviously, I mean, he had this two-game suspension where he went into the crowd. Then he had the bumping the official ejection. So I have no idea what's going on with IT, but I would steer clear of him uh, for the near and probably distant future. Uh, I think you've got much, much better plays on the Washington side uh, you know, with all of those guys out. So if Beal's out, you know, you got to look at McRae, you got to look at Troy Brown. Uh, and I think, you know, you got to give a nice look to, uh, to possibly your Smith, just because he's so hot. Uh, Garrison Matthews is out as well for Washington. He was pulling a good 20, 25 minutes. So those, that time will open up as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, so something to watch there now on the, on the Orlando side, certainly love to target uh, Washington defensively. Um, Foltz has been playing much better and I think he's actually playable in this game. You know, if he's going to get any, you know, some IT and some ish defense um, you know, Foltz is playing with a, a, another level of confidence. Uh, his price is right. And, uh, it's a home game. So I think you can consider him no doubt about it. Um, Evan Fournier also, uh, could be in play here. Uh, he's certainly capable of getting hot. And, uh, you know, if you want to, uh, use your, your center spot here, uh, Vuk is also playable. Um, again, Washington's been giving up a lot of points. They've also been scoring a lot of points, but, uh, You know, a game that I'm not going to target as a stack game just because I think the pace of Orlando slowing things down uh, will change some things. Uh, So, uh, but, you know, Fultz to me is in play, Fournier, and certainly uh, Vuk is a fine option at center. Okay, we go on to game four. It is a seven thirty game and it is the game that is going to garner by far the most interest. Uh, it is the Houston Rockets at the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Houston is on the first end of, of a back to back and Westbrook has been sitting on the back end of back to backs. However, uh, they d- decided to sit him tonight and play him tomorrow. Uh, I believe because they feel that they can smoke Atlanta without them and they don't need them, uh, which is very possible. You know, like I say, Houston is 24 and 11 Atlanta with a really rough eight and 29 record. Uh, can't blame them for that strategy whatsoever. So, you you know, if you don't start your build with, with James Harden, uh, definitely have to have a little bit of rocks in the head because, uh, I mean you just gotta play him. No Westbrook. It's against Atlanta. Uh, the over under is two thirty-eight and a half, which is number one by it is number one by twelve and fourteen and a half points higher than any other over under. So I mean, if you don't have probably three guys from this game, you're missing the boat. You know, it's it just it's such a fantastic matchup. Uh, it Houston's only an eight point favorite because the game's in Atlanta. So, you know, eat the chalk. It's sometimes you got to do it, man. I mean, Harden's a fantastic play. Capella, fantastic play. I would definitely look at those two guys, you know, Trey young has to be considered for sure, uh, with Westbrook out because Westbrook would have probably done a decent job locking him down but if Atlanta is going to stay within shouting distance uh, you know, he's going to have to get hot. So he's a terrific play. I think uh, Kevin Herter is a playable uh, piece in this game for sure. Um, And even on the Houston side, uh, you know, uh, Gordon is also a good play. Um, His minutes are are coming up and uh, definitely can shoot lights out. This is the kind of game he tears it up. So, I can see myself definitely uh, rostering a good three guys from this game. I think it's an important game to focus on. On the Atlanta side, by the way, Jabari Parker and uh, Fernando, their rookie center, are both out. So they're a little thin at the bigs. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can go with Atlanta. Um, they're bigs, they have Alex Landon, a few of those guys playing. Uh, really don't need to go that deep. I don't think on a nine-game slate uh, with this many options. But you know, start with with Harden as your lock and load. Take a solid look at Capella, Gordon, uh, Trey Young as well, and uh, and 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 let's roll from there. So I think that's a great way to get it going. Great way to start. And uh, you know, chalk or no chalk. You're gonna need uh, you're gonna need those guys in cash and in GPPs. Okay, uh, real quickly here before we hit the the uh, remaining games on the slate here. Let's see two, four, six, eight, nine. Yep, nine games. Uh, we've got uh, two, three, four games to go. So beautiful. A um, couple of things to remember again. Uh, we we want to shout out our presenting sponsor, my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag and uh, put in the code uh, promo code DFS today. Um, you'll get half of your first deposit, so all the way up to a thousand bucks. But you know, if you want to put in a hundred, you get fee- fifty free bucks. Can't beat it. Uh, they have every every prop bed, everything you want on there, and they are so credible, quick, good customer service. Go to mybookie. Uh, .ag and jump on uh, for, for any betting needs or anything you'd like to play. Um, also wanted to mention, too, you know, we are, as you know, uh, one of the biggest seven-day-a-week NBA DFS free content uh, podcast in the industry. We're growing day over day, and we, we want to thank you, the listeners, for uh, tuning in every day, for spreading the word. Uh, for letting us jump into this DFS world with you. Um, this is our first season launching the DFS piece uh, with Hoop Ball, And uh, it just I was talking to Dan Vespers prior to this uh, show and just growing at, a, at an incredible rate and, and picking up a lot of momentum. So, you know, all I ask for you to do, we want to keep this free. We want to keep it in front of the paywall we want to catch every game, which we have. We've caught every, every slate and every game of FIBA, preseason, everything in, in the regular season thus far. We will continue to through the postseason right into the Olympics and then back into next year again. So we, we're not going to miss a game or a DFS NBA slate uh, if it's the last thing we do. We're sticking by it. So uh, what I'd ask you to do is when you uh, click on us, however you reach us, which we are everywhere podcasts can be found. You can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. We're out there. Just search DFS today or NBA DFS today, and we're going to pop up. Um, This is the ask. Take a second to rate, review, review subscribe that's important for us and five stars on itunes with a quick comment would be awesome any likes you can put on there a positive review thumbs up on you the youtube people watching all of those all add into uh you know really keeping our our main hub that makes all this happen hoop-ball.com keeps them happy our sponsors: my bookie, Hawaiian Isles, Kona Coffee. Uh, you know, and those additional sponsors that are going to be coming aboard uh, in the future. So, uh, you know, support us that way. We really, really appreciate it, and we just love being able to do this. We've we've had a real influx of of people tweeting us with, uh, you know, winning winning slates, winning contests, taking down GPPs, just hitting all of it with with stuff that they're getting out of our process. And really, our process is threefold. Listening to this podcast during the day to get that initial information, the lineup uh, sort of built so you know what you want to go with, get a good feel for that. Then the second piece is follow the news throughout the day by following us uh, on Twitter and at Hootball. And you can follow us at HoopBall by going to hoop-ball.com, uh, click click on um, Forums, and then click on DFS Thread, and you'll see all the info right there. Miles and Andy and our team does a fantastic job. They will update. Uh, the pros can also update stuff on there with lineups, player injuries, uh, news lines, uh over-unders the whole nine yards so you can get a feel of building your best lineup. Also on Twitter is is where I'd recommend too uh, is huge. Go to at fantasy, which is all, all of the information, the blurbs, all the stuff coming from our hoop-ball.com team. So that sort of encompasses all of it. Or you've got all four of the, the DFS pros here. Which you were between the four of us, I think we're on there 24 uh, 7 to answer questions, to put information up, any late news, some lineups, all of that information. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J O E S A R V A D I. Micah Patria is at M I K E A P O T R I A. Andrew uh, Hansen is at Language Olympic. That's L A N G U A G E O L Y M P I C. And Miles Hartley is at miles6565. That's M Y L E S 6565. So there's all the information. You know, follow up again, listen to the show, build that, start building that lineup, listen to all of this news throughout the day. And then the third piece of it is, when you're getting your final lineup together, make sure you're in front of your computer or phone or however you're putting your lineups in to whatever site it is and follow that late news because inevitably there is a player out or a minutes restriction or something that major has a major effect on the slate. And if you miss one of those pieces, you're throwing money away because if you take a zero or, it, you know, you could have avoided a bad play, uh, then, you know, what's the sense in doing it? So follow that. And I know some people work late. You know, i used I thankful I get to do this now for a living, but when I worked, you know, Mike Patry and I last year, sometimes I'd pull over, I'd be in traffic, but I'd take a exit, pull over, get on my phone, make my changes, do whatever. So, you know... You, you do what you have to do to get the right stuff in there. However, you need to balance that out. Now, tonight's even a perfect example of really being able to take uh, advantage of that because NBA teams have to announce their starting five 30 minutes prior to the start of the game. Well, we have four 7 p.m. Eastern starts. So that means we're going to have eight full lineups 30 minutes prior uh, to lock so that really adds to everything else that's out there you know if a coach is gonna make a, a matchup change even if it's not an injury whatever the case may be you may be able to catch something like the last game uh, there was a late change and Jones jr started and it was a good shift in the slate for for some of us so uh, that's the three-step process follow us all on Twitter support our sponsors. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll just keep this going, keep winning, keep building this, and uh, have a lot of fun with it. Okay, let's finish up this slate so we can get this out there for everybody to listen to. Um, we go to the seven, another 7:30 game. It is the Denver Nuggets at the Dallas Mavericks. Denver's 25 and 11. The Mavericks are 23 and 13. They've dropped a few games lately with Porzingis being out, but it is in Dallas. Um, Dallas is a three-point favorite, which is interesting, and uh, it's a 221 over/under, so a solid over/under. Uh, one of the it's the second highest on the board uh, for Denver. Millsap is probable, so we expect him to play. Big news there is is, uh, Will Barton is out, and that will definitely affect Denver's rotation, uh, which, you know, we're going to have to dig into for sure there. Um, And then on the Dallas side, we know uh, Porzingis is is still out. So uh, how, you know, the question is, uh, like I said earlier, plug in Harden and go from there. You know, can you put in Harden and Luka? price-wise in this slate, it's going to be tough. Um, And, you know, if if there is a lot of value, and if you can put both in and build the rest of value without dumpster diving, I mean, remember, it doesn't do any good to put two guys in at that kind of price if you don't have good, solid value. Because let's say Harden and uh, Luca both go for 75 fantasy points. If you get two complete duds in that put up eight or ten fantasy points each, you just burned all those fantasy points because you average the four out and you're, what, 30-some? I mean, that's not going to win any slates for you. So, you know, I would normally say not to put two super studs, the two highest expensive guys on the slate in the same lineup unless you have a, a bunch of really good value that you can really count on and some of that may open up you know if Sabonis and and Brogdon sit if Beal sits if Tice sits there are some other ways uh you can go but for for these purposes you know at this point in the day let's just say these those questionable people are all playing uh in this one I'm probably not going to put uh uh, Luca in there, and the reason being is not, you know, I'm not saying fade Luca, but you know, for my build, realistically, we live in a salary world, and I don't like, you know, some of the shows you listen to, and I'm not trying to be negative, but you know, they give you the the two best players from every team to play everybody seven percent and balance it all out, and you know, it's just not realistic for for those, uh, the majority of players that play one, two, five, eight lineups, whatever it is, and you're trying to make salary, you're trying to build a good team. I I put all of that into mind when I go through this and we, all the pros do, you know, we, it it could be easy to say, sit here and say, okay, you know, play, uh, you know, uh, play the Joker, play Luca, play hard and play. Well, you can't play all those guys. So, You've got to be realistic in the way that that you look at it. Um, So for me, uh, Luca, uh, I am going to sit today. And the most bizarre thing is I'm going to play the Joker. I like the Joker. Uh, Dallas has been having some difficulty guarding the center. Uh, Porzingis is the rim protector, and he's out. And the Joker has uh, lost 26 pounds since the beginning of the season. So I got to give him a little shout out because I rode him pretty hard for looking like such a slug out there. But he's picked it up and played well. I like the over-under in this game. Uh, uh, he is uh, definitely, the Joker is cheap, much cheaper than uh, than Luka. So, you know, the, my target, I think some of the usage from Barton being out will just put more on the shoulders of the Joker. So I like him a lot. Uh, And then I would say, let's watch some news and see uh, who Denver talks about putting into the lineup in Barton's spot. Uh, That will be another guy that could be an excellent uh, value guy, you know, and again, we just have to wait and see uh, how they're going to go with that. It could be Uh, A multitude of guys, Morris, Beasley, any of those guys, you know, they're playable pieces uh, also. Um, So from this game, I'm not really looking uh, from anybody on the Dallas side. Denver plays great defense, and they play very slow. And on the Denver side, it's the Joker and possibly a value play uh, for uh, whoever fills in there for Barton. Millsap is probable, by the way. Um, and he's not a bad play either. He's He uh, has a tendency to hurt uh, the Mavericks uh, time to time. So I'm not going to enjoy watching that game, being a Mavericks fan and having the best player from the other team and fading the best player from the Mavericks. But you know what? I always preach it. Do not let your heart tell you because the team you like who you play on your DFS lineup, don't let the time of the game, like you want, you know, you're only going to watch the early game. So you're playing those guys or you want a late night sweat. So you're playing. If you let any of those things affect you or it's a national TV game, anything like that, death sentence, don't do it. Look at the full card. Like look at these nine games, pretend like they're all being played at the same time. You have no favorite team. You're going to watch or not watch parts of all the games and then just take your best value, your best plays, and build your lineup. doesn't mean you can't still root for your favorite team and all that on the side, but don't let it affect the roster because that is just the the Sharks will eat you alive uh, if you do that. Okay, three games remain. We have an eight o'clock game, the Chicago Bulls at the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Chicago's 13 and 24. Pelicans up to 12 and 25, certainly playing a little bit better. Um, right now we have the spread in this game at uh, the Pelicans favored by three and a half, which is is pretty impressive. considering uh, the news that uh, Drew Holiday is out for this game. Uh, which makes Lonzo Ball probably going to be one of the higher-played guys on the slate. He's been absolutely on fire for the last week, week and a half, and now without a holiday uh, playing, uh, he, his usage and handling the ball, I mean, he's probably a triple-double, very like likely triple-double candidate tonight, so certainly a great play uh, on the Pels side there. Chicago side, we've got uh, Carter Jr. out, and we have Markinen and Gafford as probable. Um, I'm a huge Daniel Gafford fan. I watched him in the summer league. I and I told my son, this guy by the All Star break is going to be splitting minutes at center, and I think he'll eventually be the center of the future for Chicago because he's active. He he's a rim protector. He can finish at the basket. I love him as a super cheap value play. I think he'll be the starting center tonight against the Pels. Um Favors is a nice player. I, I, you know, he does a good job defensively. But Gafford's much taller, much much rangier, and I I really like uh, Gafford in this spot. Um, I just think as a, a super value play. So I'm gonna go in that direction on that side of the ball. Definitely, uh, you know, Chalk Donkey, I guess, with, uh, you know, with, with uh, putting Lonzo in there. And, you know, you could look at a couple other Pelicans as well. You know, uh, Hart uh, jumps up with Holiday being out in the rotation. So he's certainly a decent play. Uh, Brandon Ingram is a monster stud. I mean, he is one of my favorite players in the league. Uh, He's gotten to be pretty darn pricey. I don't know if he can make my cash lineup, but I will use Ingram in one of my GPPs. So uh, definitely like this game at that 224 number over under. I think that uh, having two, three guys in this game is, is very, very easily done and probably very smart. All right. The nine o'clock game is New York Knicks ten and twenty-seven. The Utah Jazz twenty-four and twelve. Uh, interesting game here. Uh, the Knicks just announced Julius Randle is going to miss this game for personal reasons. So that's that's rough. Rough loss for the Knicks. He's been their best uh, player. Uh, I have not seen a report on Morris. Morris missed last night. Uh, against uh, the Lakers. Uh, they're they're on a second night of a back-to-back as well. And, you know, the question is, um, is does Morris play? Because if Morris isn't playing and Randall's out, then you've really got to, to look at, you know, what the Knicks are going to bring forward there. Uh, Utah Utah's a 12-and-a-half point favorite, which is the second biggest spread on the board. And, you know, I think that, came out before the Randall news. Uh, so that line might even go up higher. It's in Utah, a little elevation, the over unders only two sixteen. Um, you know, tough game. It's, it's probably a great pass game. Cause if you dig and scramble and try to put maybe Elf Payton in your lineup for the Knicks uh, possibility, you know, do you, do you trust Mitch Rob getting some minutes You know, Portis was playing okay last night, and he got thrown out. So the Knicks, it's just hard. I I think this is probably a smart pass game. Um, You know, I think Rudy Gobert is playable on the Utah side. Uh, I think that, you know, he'll dominate Taj Gibson at the start. And uh, with Mitch Robb coming in, that's a little bit more rim. Uh, running with them, but uh, probably get him in foul trouble. You know, so Gobert's probably a safe play, but, you know, again, if they blow him out, you know, they'll, they have a tendency certainly to protect uh, Gobert. And, you know, I don't know, you know, Bogdanovich, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell, they're they're risky plays because I'm not sure how much they're, they're really going to be needed to have a blowout game here. So, Uh, Knicks are going to be tired and ragged. Um, I certainly wouldn't blame you. It could be super sneaky to stack a Gobert Mitchell or Gobert Bogdanovich, something of that nature. Um, uh, Could really, you know, could take some stuff down. I'm not, I don't believe I'm going to go there, but uh, it's certainly a cool backup plan. I may play a GPP doing that uh, just because I think there's the potential of that happening. So, all right, <clears throat> let's go to the last game. It is a late-night sweat game. It starts an hour later than any other game, so we will have some interest there, although here's the bad news. It is a 10 p.m. Eastern Standard game, but you have the 32-6 and 6 Milwaukee Bucks at the 9-29 Golden State Warriors. So not good. Uh, Milwaukee's already a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Biggest spread on the board. The over/unders only 216 and a half, which is low for a Golden State game and low for a spread that big. So definitely scary. Uh, right now they have Giannis listed as probable, so I do expect him to play. Uh, Hill has been ruled out for Milwaukee, and D'Angelo Russell has been ruled out for Golden State. Um, Draymond will play um i don't know man tough game you've got you know obviously a lot of people will jump on you because you know he has shown that he can put up 60 fantasy points in like uh two and a half quarters and that very well could happen in a game like this um you know, when you look at the big dogs that are going to cost you the money, you know, the three highest paid guys or salaried guys are Giannis, Harden, and Luca. You know, again, you're in that scenario where if you play two of these three, uh, you put yourself in a bit of a predicament having to dumpster dive for a couple of guys to make value. Uh, you know, but you may need two out of those three to, to take something down. Uh, that's all going to be in roster construction and if any other value opens up. Um, I'm not going to risk Giannis just because he's not 100%. He is probably, I'm, I'm sure he'll play, but I can't imagine him getting any extended minutes coming back from the, the back uh, injury that he's been having. Um, and I do expect them to dive all over Golden State. Uh, you know, once again, I'm not in the in DFS uh, as far as an expert predicting blowouts because we've seen it consistently. The last two weeks, it's been insane. We've seen three double digit dogs win outright just in the last uh, week and a half. Uh, I, Washington was one, Golden State was one. Um, and I don't even remember the third one, Atlanta maybe, but it's just bizarre. So you can't count on it happening. Um, you know, who are the guys to play in this game? You know, Milwaukee's got the best defense in the league. So I'm not crazy, you know, about anybody from Golden State, even with Russell out. You know, if I was to put a guy in there, it would be Alec Burks. He has a tendency to really step up when Russell's out. I'm not a big Draymond guy. Uh, You know, I know he's triple-double capable, but Milwaukee has such a strong, strong interior defense and even uh, perimeter defense. So I'm not going to be on this game hardly at all. Um, unless any other news breaks, uh, again, just with the spread, with the total, with the situation, um, you know, I, I, just don't feel this is a strong place to go. So, you know, I'm not super high on the early, early games and I'm not super high on the late games. So, most of my build will come from that middle five or six games, uh, you know, just out of out of sheer coincidence. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, believe me, if you're trying to load early so you can get on the leaderboard, don't do it. And if you're trying to load late so you can watch a sweat at the end, don't do it. Play the best guys. I can't preach that enough. Um, so hopefully that gives you a good feel for the slate. Uh, like I say, it's a very competitive nine gamer. I think it will be uh, super uh, fun DFS wise uh, across the board. Um, remember, you know, uh, late swap uh, on a couple of the sites and and uh, no late swap on the other couple of sites, and that's important to remember because you know if you're playing um, DraftKings or FanDuel you're whatever locks is locked so you got to be 100 percent sure on those lineups Uh, i said it wrong i think it's fantasy draft and fan duel is where there's no late swap you can late swap on draft kings and yahoo so if you do want to play a guy that you're not sure about you want to see how you know the night's going and leave a spot open set up like a 2v2 like if i'm going to you know, if this guy is gonna play, let's I'm gonna roster these two guys late so that if I'd go that way, I can flop these two guys in. Cause you don't want to put yourself you know in a spot where you just leave one spot and you got to bench a, a ten thousand dollar guy and replace him with a seven thousand dollar guy and leave three grand on the board, you're not gonna get the best value out of it. So think about it ahead on the two late night swap ones. And do it like a 2v or 2v2 or 3v3 on how you're going to rotate and put that line up together. But uh, just a warning there because, you know, especially on split slates, you can get stung uh, a little bit as far as if there's some time between games. But uh, on this one, it's simple. you got a nine-game main slate. You know where it stands. Uh, you, know, you know what, what uh, your strategy is for each site. Um, Just a reminder as far as bankroll management, you know, I always recommend no more than 15% of your entire bankroll should be on any docket because you don't know anything could happen a twisted ankle, uh, anything could happen that could just blow up a slate for you. And you don't want to be empty pockets. So, you know, if you have a grand in there total, know play up to 150 bucks uh on the different sites in the contests whether you're uh, mass entering small contests or playing bigger cash ones or whatever based on your bankroll but you know try to remember that because you're you're, this is a marathon not a sprint you want to manage it Ride. you know the hot streaks and you're going to get some cold streaks but you know i've seen it too many times where people will win three nights in a row think they're unbeatable, load up like a lunatic on day four, and then they're back to where they started before the three-day hot streak. So what sense does that make? So manage it properly, uh, figure out exactly what type of builds you want. If you ever have any questions or want to go through any strategy or anything like that, remember to look us up. The four DFS pros here are always willing to share that with you. I'm at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Mike's at M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Andrew is at Language Olympic. And Miles is at Miles6565. And that is it. So we want to thank MyBookie.ag, our presenting sponsor, and Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. We are excited to join you again tomorrow. We thank you so much for joining us for Hoopball NBA DFS today. For my uh, uh, pros here, my buddies, my compadres, Mike, Andrew, and Miles, and Dan uh, uh, the the wizard behind the drapes, I am coach. We look to catch you again tomorrow as we're going to crush it in NBA DFS.